Praise the Lord. Glad to have you. Glad to have you in the house. Look to your neighbor and say, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. I know you could be anywhere today, but you chose to be here at Word of Life. And so we welcome you. We thank you for being here. God is good. And uh, it's a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful week. Um, and so I think last year it was snowing. Wasn't it snowing around? Um, and so uh, I think some of you like the snow, but uh, for those that don't like to drive in the snow, that's all right. It's a good, this, is a, this is good. But um, anyways, anyways, hopefully um, I talked to some of you. I talked to the leaders about it, I believe. I don't believe I mentioned this in church, but we got... Uh, we now in, in, in purchased, well, I guess you don't have to go out anymore. You just do it on your phone, right? Uh, we got some tracks. They're called Chick Tracks. And um, anybody ever seen these before? Hand of people? Okay. Old, old, the old school people, the new school, like, what is that? Um, it's like if you were to wake up on a Sunday and you get those, uh, the, the, car, the cartoons or the, the except they're a lot more uh, deeper. <laughs> than a Sunday morning cartoon. Uh, they got some serious things like this one here. I just read this one the other day. It's called the sissy. Remember remember the back in the day when they used to use that word sissy? You ain't nothing but a sissy. Um, well, this one was this guy. This, he's a trucker, and he's talking about uh, how Jesus must have been a sissy because anybody who would turn the cheek uh, must be a sissy. And, uh, and so... Uh, they go through it, and, and, and this bigger guy than he is uh, comes out of his truck. He says, well, you think he's a sissy? Let me talk to you. And so they took him to lunch, and he started talking to him. Even the waitress wanted to sit down and hear about Jesus. And so they just did just tracks that, that bring up, you know, um, the gospel to people through a little comic book illustration. This, one, this one's called Back from the Dead. This one's real good. Uh, they, they start off the, the, the one with the... The guy is passed out, and they think he's dead, and they call him dead, and they take him to the morgue, and then <gasps> he pops up, and they're like, whoa, it scares the lady down there, and all of a sudden, he goes, no, 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 no. He said, bring me a pastor, bring me somebody. I need to accept Jesus, because I just saw what hell looks like, and, and I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there, so, so please. And so that's back, back uh, from the dead, and then this was probably their most famous one. Anybody seen that one before? This was your life. Um, yeah, this was your life, and, and it has to do with a man who thinks he's got everything, and they got one with a, from a woman's perspective. They think they got everything. They got the car, they got this, and they got that, and they're living the lifestyle, and then they have a heart attack, and then all of a sudden they realize he ain't got nothing. All of that means nothing unless you got God. And so uh, they, take the, they take the person and they take them to heaven, and they say, wait a minute, what are we doing? He said, we're about to see your life and everything that you've done. And he said, whoa, 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 don't show my stuff up there. I don't need anybody seeing what I did. And so um, how important, man, these, these, are, these, are, these are pretty cool tracks. What I want you to do, I got some in the back. What I want you to do, don't just give them out. I, this is probably, I don't know what they cost, like 50 cents or something like that, and then that's not including shipping and handling or whatever. So these, these, these cost money. Don't just throw them places. What I'm asking you to do before you grab one and, and, and give it out, I'm asking you to read the thing yourself and then strategically pray about it and say, God, who can I get this to? Who can I get this to? It was, co it was pretty cool the other day. 
And uh, I was at the Y. We just got the stamp in because, see, we stamp it ourselves back here. So the other thing is that they can say, hey, man, where did this come from? Oh, Word of Life? Oh, thank you. Oh, the church service is at 1030? Okay, where is it at? Oh, it's right there too. So they got all the information right there if they get this track. Now, I just got these in and, um, and started, and well, Libby started, we started stamping them. And um, I, there was one about science. And, and there's this guy at the gym, and he, he's a big science guy. And, oh, man, he likes to praise. And, and, and there's so many gods, and there's so many this, and there's so much that. And, and there's not just one God. And the chakras and the auras and all this different stuff. I said, man, Lord, I'm going to take that one right there. The same day I took it, I said, God, when I see him, I'm going to give it to him. Now, listen, the gym's big. People come and go. To get somebody at the right time in the right place, the same day, no lie, he's coming through the door. I said, whoa, God. I said, no way. I said, no way, because there's no, you know, different times, different. Sometimes I said, man, this is going to sit in my, my, my locker for probably a couple of weeks before I actually see him. Same day, he comes through. I said, okay, God, I see you. I see you. I'll, I'll get it to him. I'll get it to him. And, uh, man, that's the God we serve. I believe he'll, he'll dictate and, and he'll direct you to the right person that needs that track. I don't care if it's a brother, a sister, a mother, a cousin. You got some. Once you read it and you say, ooh, this is good for such and such, I need to get it. When God puts it on your heart, do it. Or if you read it and you say, I don't really got nobody, I said, but let me, let me see. God, show me. Take me to the Walmart. Come on, somebody. Take me to the Myers. Take me to somewhere and say, man, I can, right there. They look, they look like they need something. Hey, man, can I just give you this? I just wanted you to read this. Matter of fact, if you have any questions, here's my number. Call me back. Let's talk about it. Amen? Okay. So, see, these are some tracks that will help us get the word out there, and uh, they're powerful. They're powerful. Uh, some of them are in your face, very in your face, um, and that's okay. I believe we got to stop being weak. I believe we got to stop being soft. I believe that we need to help people out. I believe there's some out there that need to know who Christ is, and that is between um, you and I to say, hey, we need to help people. We need to help them find God. Amen? Okay. Amen? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be great. Um, and on this season of um, Christmas and the holidays are here, I just, I just challenge you to also remember those that are less fortunate, that don't have maybe a loved one with them on this holiday, or maybe are... Um, kind of depressed because you know they're lonely or they're, they're I challenge you to to look for others during this season amen and, and just love on people uh it's not easy especially when you have lost someone maybe recently or maybe far whatever it might look like um I went to um my aunt my aunt Yolanda's house my aunt my uncle just passed away some of you know he was the pastor of Maranatha Assemblies of God um, and and um, so he just passed a couple months back, and so still 
kind of hard, right? And, and so she, she calls me up and says, hey, um, why don't you come and look at some of his ties? Why don't you come and look at some of his ties and so that you can take them, which I said, man, you know, I'd love to have one of his ties. And so I got to go over there and grabbed a couple of his ties and we got to talking and, you know, um, it's hard. It's hard, you know, to, to, to do a Christmas or to do the holidays when others aren't around, especially when it's fresh. And so just just be there to love on people during these these days. And you know that friends and people that don't have anybody to celebrate it with, um, I just challenge you to love on those people. Amen. The cool thing was, in the midst of all the ties, he left me this one bow tie. And so I was like, hey, I do it. It's Christmas. And so... Um, Thanks, Theo. Um, and so, yeah, just love on people. And so, Mama, this is your brother's bow tie and his. I got to use it. Amen. All right, let's go. Repeat after me. Say, I am, I am. Somebody. somebody. I am, I am. A, warrior. a warrior. Therefore, I am, Therefore I am. Victorious. victorious. And that's because I am, because I am. A, child a child of God. Amen. Bless you. Go ahead. Kids can go. I won't be long. I won't be long. I will be longer. Thank you, Mama. The only person that says amen to that, everybody's like, yes, it's Christmas Eve. I got a lot of things to do. Got to go home or figure things out still. I don't have presents for anybody. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Amen? Okay. All right. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to one and all. Um, everybody that's with us here in-house, everybody that's watching on TV land, right? Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being with us, those that will watch it later. Bless your hearts. Um, I hope that you have not allowed the pressures of the holidays to get you down. Amen. I, I hope that this season is stress-free and a blessing because that's what it's supposed to be. And so if it's stressful right now, I tell you to take a deep breath, blow it out, let it go. That's not what Christmas is about. I know the kids are going to get frustrated and mad and this and that. And Well, relax, relax. Christmas, Christmas isn't just about getting gifts. It's not about Santa coming down a chimney, right? He'd break his leg every time. Glad no kids are in here for that. It's about the truth. And it's about the birth of Jesus Christ, amen? The true reason for the season. And so I hope that you're not too much in debt already because it's Christmas Eve, so you've probably already done shopping. Hopefully you're not in debt. Trying to figure out, okay, now how am I going to pay off this credit card bill? Come on, somebody. Take it back. Take it back. You still can. Because the true reason for the season is Jesus Christ. My wife mentioned it two weeks ago, I believe, but, but we've decided that Christmas is going to be for the kids only. Well, and our and our parents. I think we should honor our parents still, but but it's not for everybody. We we can we can get into debt trying to get everybody and everything and it's less stressful if you don't have to worry about getting gifts for everybody. 
How can you make this season less stressful for you as well? Amen. You can give a lot of gifts, but the greatest gift that you and I could give others is the gift that was given to the entire world. That gift is Jesus Christ. I know it's fun to see the kids open their gifts and then play with the box longer than they play with the actual gift. <laughs> Somebody did one of those on uh, the memes, or I don't know what you call them. And uh, they put the gift and they put the box, and the, the kid grabbed the box every time and left the gift. Nothing that you and I could give or receive will come close to the gift of the baby Jesus. Amen. And why is that gift so important to us? Why is that the greatest gift ever? Why is that the greatest gift ever? I mean, because you, I mean, you can be gifted a lot of things, but the greatest gift that you could ever receive is the gift of baby Jesus. Romans 6, 23. If you have your Bibles, turn with me. If not, they should have it on the screen. Romans 6, 23. Why is this the greatest gift? This, this is the reason. For the wages of sin is is what? I can't hear you. Is what? I know you don't like to say that because I mean, no, we're sinners. And so that's hard to, that's hard to swallow. For the wages of sin is, is death. Is death. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You and I are sentenced to hell for all eternity. Understand that. You and I are on a one-way trip. How many know that? We're on a one-way trip to hell for all eternity. This is what we have to pay for the wages of our sins. This is what we have to endure for, and you said, man, I didn't, I didn't come to Christmas Sunday morning to hear that. What are, you, what are you, yeah. That's what you and I deserve. That's what we deserve for all of our knuckleheaded ways. Some of us more than others, right, Anton? Amen. Come on, somebody. We deserve to live in hell for all eternity for the wages of sin is death. But through the gift of God, come on. Through the gift of God, we are able to receive the gift of eternal life in heaven. That's, woo, that's the greatest gift. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you and I can say, I don't have to take that one-way trip ticket to hell. I can live with God in heaven for all eternity. You may think, well, that's crazy. Why would a loving God sentence all of us to a hell for all eternity? How many know that's what most people think? How many have heard people say that before? Right? You're talking to somebody like, well, if he loves us so much, then why would he do that to us? But, 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 but that's not right. That's not right. We have... 
what we call free will, right? And we are the ones who choose sin over holiness. Come on, somebody. It is you and I who decide when we wake up in the morning, am I going for sin or am I going for holiness? Am I living for God or am I living for myself? Every morning you and I have the decision to make. So let's stop blaming God for the choices you and I make. We choose our path, not God. And when you talk with other people like to make that they like to make God out to be this bad guy. Well, I can't believe that. Well, what do you mean? He's a jealous God. Talking to somebody else the other day. What do you mean he's a jealous God? See, you want to serve somebody who's jealous? You want to serve somebody who, who's, who's... And they'll twist it around and just want to make it what they want to make it. But when he's actually the one that loves you and I so much, he's actually the one that will give his life for you and I. That's the God I serve. And I challenge you to remember that Christmas is about the coming of Christ because he loves you and I so much. That's why he came. The Bible says, John 3.16, for God what? So love, so love the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I don't know about you, but I'm willing to trade in the temporary reality that we are living in today for the life to come. You can have all this down here. I'm good. I'm good. What the song say? Just give me Jesus. Just give me, you can, you can have it all. Just give me Jesus. Just give me Jesus. Today we're continuing our sermon series, The Word Became Flesh. The Word Became Flesh. Isn't that something? You know who the Word is? Jesus Christ. That's, that's what they refer to Him in the Bible. The Word. Jesus Christ is the Word. Jesus Christ came into the world so that you and I could be forgiven for all of our ways. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Now the couple you get it. <laughs> Thank you, God. Some of us ready we need to be at this altar already. Thank you, God. <laughs> for all my ways. For everything I've done. For all my mistakes. For the things I continue to get into, God, forgive me. Welcome to a word of life Christmas. Amen. I got a gift for each and every um um, family or adult probably in this house before you leave. Um, yeah, we want to bless you with a little something, just a token of our appreciation for being with us on a Word of Life Christmas. Around 700 B.C., a prophet named Isaiah made just a little prophecy. Now, no big deal. Not, not, and that prophecy nah, would just happen to change the world. Would happen to change our lives as we know it. 
Isaiah prophesies of one who is to come, a savior for the world. Let's look at that. Let's look at that. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. I think she was trying to get on camera. Just say, look at my, look at my dress. They got, they got me, they got me. Isaiah 7, 14 says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and, his, and shall call his name what? Emmanuel. It was a dark time, y'all. The people were in a dark place. And they needed hope. They needed a savior. How many of you, how many of you are in a dark place? Don't raise your hands. How many of you need a savior more than ever? And this is the way it was. And they're like, something's got to give. And in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23 in the New Testament, it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son. And they shall call his name, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. How fitting. How fitting is that? The word became flesh, God with us. Literally, because he was with us. Whether they rejected him, whether they loved on him or not, that's another story. But Emmanuel, also because that's exactly what we needed. We needed a God who would be with us. Amen? It's assuring to know that while I walk this earth, I'm never alone. Amen? It all feels good to know that I'm not by myself. It could be in the middle of the night. I could be in a dark alley. I could be wherever. But how many know it's good to know that I'm not alone? That God is with me. Amen? And I serve a big God. I serve a big God. Amen? Mark, come here real quick. I, I serve a big God. And so how many know that it's cool to understand that, that I'm never alone while I'm walking earth because I've got a big God that's right there by my side. Amen? Oh, I got a big guy. I mean, a big God that is always walking with me regardless of where I go, regardless of what I'm into, regardless of what's happening, that, that, that I got a God who is there by my side. Who is walking with me. So that, though I might be alone, he's right next to me. He's right next to me. He's right next to me. <laughs> the word says he'll never leave you nor forsake. Come on now, you got to be with me. That regardless of where I'm going and where I'm at, that I know that my God is with me. That my God has got me. That God is protecting me. That God is on my side. Emmanuel, come on somebody, God with us. I don't have to do this alone. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to, you don't have to walk life alone. You don't have to do life alone. 
Some of you are in some dark places and you feel I'm all by myself. Nobody cares. Nobody's there. Nobody there. No, we got a God who is with us who will never leave us. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Matter of fact, look what the word says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, verse 6, the Lord is my helper. I will what? I will not fear. What can man do to me? He's with us. And as long as you remain in him, he's with you when you remain in him. The, the word lets us know that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He's Emmanuel. He's our helper. I mean like a helper. Amen? Oh, a good helpmate is great. A good helpmate is great. I got a, I got a beautiful helpmate that God gave me. Man, it, life is easier when you've got a good helpmate. You and I don't have to do it alone. We have help. If we're doing life alone, it's because we choose to do so. Psalms 121 verse 1. Psalms 121 verse 1. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from who? The Lord who made heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord. The Lord. My help comes from the government. <laughs> Come on, somebody. My help comes from the Lord. Listen, not only is our helper, is he our helper, but he's also the creator. So with God, there's no problem that you and I can't get through. He created all things. So guess what? He's got all the answers. And so you and I don't have to do life alone. We don't, we, we, we don't have to try to figure things out on our own, right? Well, I'm just going to do it myself. Stop struggling all by yourself. Allow the living God to walk you through this life. Listen, Jesus didn't become flesh because there was nothing better to do. Can I tell you that? He, he, didn't, he didn't just wake up one morning, I guess I'm just going to go down there and see what's up. Hang with the people for a little bit. Because, man, that was the worst journey somebody could have ever taken. All that he endured, all that he went through for you and for me, he didn't just wake up just for, ah, I'll just go down there and see what's up. Man, he saw what was up. And that's why he came into this world. He became flesh. He knew, and I, he knew you and I needed a Savior. 700 years before he was born, the prophet Isaiah described Emmanuel 
like this, Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. How many know he's a wonderful God? Counselor. How many know he's there? To, he can listen to all your problems, and you can tell him everything, everything you're going through, and you don't got to pay. Free 99. The only counselor I need is Jesus Christ. Counselor, mighty God. He's a mighty God. How many know he's not weak? He's not a sissy. I'll tell you that much. He's not a sissy. But he endured for you and for me. He's a mighty God. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Your life is in chaos. Is the Prince of Peace in it? Jesus Christ left the throne room and came to us as a child, baby Jesus. He took on the form and flesh of one of us to show us that he would truly be with us, that he would be Emmanuel. That's love, y'all. That's love. I was in the steam room the other day, and... Uh, I like to go in there and I check around, look around, hopefully I'm by myself, so I just I get to I get to use that time to just pray. Use that time to just start praying. And um I don't pray loud, I don't get crazy in there, but you know, just enough to Thank you for my Thank you for my Thank you for my word of life. And I'm in there and I I just I just, you know, not not too much. And if somebody comes in and I say, oh, they look they look cool. I don't, I don't got to worry too much. I can go ahead and just keep just keep praying a little bit. And just, I kind of start praying and then I let them know. Listen, I'm not I'm not losing it over here. One time I went in there and there's some guy who's like, this and he was just going off and he's doing it in Spanish and I'm like, all right, what's happening right now? And uh, I said, bro, what are you doing? No, I'm just I'm just reciting the word in Spanish. And he was speaking, he was saying the scriptures back in Spanish. And I knew because I, I could hear it, I knew what he was saying, but I wanted to hear what he had to say and why he's like, I need I'm I just want to learn the word, but I'm also learning it in Spanish. And so he was reciting it as he was in there. I said, Okay. And anyways, I was in there at this time and tried to do it quietly to myself and and and, and, and during this time there was another gentleman in there and I said, Oh, whatever. And uh, I'm just thinking, I'm praising him. I said, man, I love you, God. And he stopped me right there. He said, whoa. While I was praying, he stopped me, yeah. He said, man, did you just say I love you, God? I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did say that. And uh, he goes, man, that's, that's impressive. He said, I don't even hear some pastors say that. To which I didn't tell him I was a pastor. I just I just kept... <laughs> I just figured that I didn't need to, I didn't need to go. Rather, I said, yeah, man, I love God. I said, I wouldn't be here without him. 
He's so good. He's so faithful. And I can't thank him enough for all that he's done for us. He said, wow, man. He goes, that brings joy to my heart to hear somebody say, I love you, God. Man, for all he's done for me, all he's done for my family, all I can do is, is give him praise and tell him I love him, somebody. Come on now. Even in the good and the bad. 2023, man, listen, you can have it. You can have it. Terrible year for our family. I was like, what in the world, God? But even in the midst of the good and the bad, I'm in the steam room and I'm saying, thank you, Jesus. I love you, God, regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of what we're at. Whether I'm in the steam room or I'll shout it off the rooster, I love you, Jesus. I love you, God. I thank you, God. I love him with all my heart because I know he loves me. Because I know what he did for me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever believes in him should not, I'm coming to a close, don't worry. You're all going to get your Christmas shopping and Christmas eating and all that. You're gonna, you, we're getting there. We're getting there. But I'm trying to let you know today. For God so loved the world. That's why, man, I don't care. The big dude, too, he's in there. I don't care. I'm a, yeah, I love God. And I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'll let it be known. You know why? Because, man, I don't deserve all that I have. Man, I love God. See, because I'm sentenced to hell. The wages of the stupid, dumb things I've done. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sentenced to hell for all eternity. But God, but God loved us so much that he sent his only son to die for you and for me to, to, to say, I got you covered. You don't have to live in hell for all eternity. I got you. I got you. Oh, that's a good God. Man, and I love him so much for it. I thank him so much for it. See, I don't know how people live. And that's why this world is so crazy and frantic today. Because they don't have a God. They don't look to a God. There's multiple gods. Okay, so who are you praying to today, man? <laughs> Who's your God today? He left the throne room and became flesh so that you and I could have everlasting life in heaven. For unto us a child was born. For unto us, it was for you, it was for me, the greatest gift we could ever receive. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Man. So today I choose, I choose him. Today I choose him because he chose me. He chose you. Whether you want to receive it or not, it's, your, it's up to you. You can live your same life. You can do whatever you want to do. 
You can say, I choose myself. I work hard all week. I deserve my weekends. You can, you can do whatever you want. You can choose you every time. I choose him every time. Because, man, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve that 2,000 years ago he came into this world as a baby. And he didn't come in the Holiday Inn. That's not even a good hotel. Give me a good hotel. The Ritz. There we go. Y'all still was like Motel 6. Come on, y'all. The Ritz. He didn't come in. He didn't come in and say, I need the Ritz, Carlton. I, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need the best treatment. He came in a manger. Smelled like dung everywhere. But he did it because he loves you. He loves me. And then he, he, he grows up. And he begins to preach the gospel. They're like, who's this, who's this kid? He's like, man, I wish I could tell you, but I'm the one, the one who made the laws up there with God, so that's why I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, then we, and then he tries to give us gospel. He tries to give us truth. He tries to, and what do we do? We say, who are you? The Bible says that, that, that we knew him not. He loved us so much. He came into the world. He begins to heal people. He begins to give them God in such a way that you know what they do? They mock him. You know what they do? They spit on him. You know what they do? Nah, nah, you ain't the Messiah. You're not the one. He became flesh for you and for me. And it was in roses and daisies. I got the word. Man, they, 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 they beat him to the point of death. No, no regular human being would have been able to take the stripes on his back, the whips that he took, the lashes that he took for you and for me. Nobody would be able to take that. No, no regular human being. But he did it because he loved you. He loved me. This is the true meaning of Christmas. This is the, tr this is the greatest gift that you and I would ever be able to receive. Not only did we stop there, we said we're not done until we crucify him. Put him on the cross. Put the crown of thorns on his head. Not until he's dead. How many would have came to earth if you knew that was going to be your life? For somebody else. But he did it for us because of the love that he has for you and me. So today... I choose him. On this Christmas day, I remember. I remember all that he's done for us. The day will you choose him as well? Bow your heads and close your eyes. I don't know if you're out there and you're watching this. 
I do three callings here. My first call is this. My first call is if there's anybody here that just says, I don't have him as Lord and Savior of my life. I, I, don't, I haven't chosen him. I haven't chosen him. But I want to choose him today. 1 John 1, 9 says this, If we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us, purify us from all unrighteousness. And so if you're watching this out there, and you say, that's me, I want to accept Christ as my Savior, I want to pray with you. My second call is if you say, I just, I'm in a dark place. I need Emmanuel. I need a God who would be with me. If that's you, I want to pray with you. And so if you're out there watching this, allow me to pray this prayer with you. Heavenly Father, we come before you. And I pray right now over every person that might be watching this today or might be watching this in the days to come. And Father God, if they answered yes to either prayer, if they answered to have you as Lord and Savior of their life, God, I pray right now that you would remove every sin, you would remove every mistake, you would throw it into the deepest ocean, you would make them whole, and today they would have you as Lord and Savior of their life. And I also pray for those that are watching and those that, that are in a dark place, maybe contemplating some dark things. I pray right now against that in the name of Jesus. I pray that they would know who you are. I pray that they would know that you are real, that you are true, that you are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning. You are the end. You are all we need. And so right here, right now, God, I pray that you would remove them from the dark place that they're in into a place of knowing you as Lord and Savior of their life. In your name we pray.